you're getting ready or you are already out in the world trying to draw those clients. And what you really need is to understand how to present yourself confidently and how to talk about what you do in a way that will attract people to you. Copy that converts. And when you learn how to do that, you can do it for other people. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Before we jump into the podcast, here's a message I want you to hear. If you're a virtual marketing assistant, it's not just enough to understand the technology. It's not enough to be in the minutia of your client's business. The expectation now is that you can write supporting copy for your client's thought leadership. Every business right now is marketing around ideas, concept, and dreams, and you have to be able to help your clients articulate this in order to make any kind of money and deliver value as a marketing assistant. You have to understand basic copywriting to be successful. Do you need to learn how to write a novel? No. Do you need to set your services up as a copywriter? No. Do you need to be able to write a complete long-form sales page? No. But you need to know how to sell yourself as a writing assistant, be able to write blog posts, show notes, social media captions, client emails, pull quotes, email sequences, you need to be somebody who can support a business owner's dream with skilled copy. And that's why I convinced my friend, copywriter Michelle Hunter, to reopen her virtual writer course. There's only 20 spots. If you want in, join the waitlist at emilyreaganpr.com slash virtual writer. That link is in the show notes. Now let's move on to our episode. Hey, welcome to the show. I'm your host and fellow freelancer, Emily Reagan. If you're new to us, you just caught us in the sixth podcast episode in a series focusing on copywriting. Also, you can learn how to write better copy for you and your business and for your clients. And so we've had some all-star names on this podcast. Go back and listen to the other ones if you haven't. We have Laura Belgrade, Tarzan Kay, Amy Leisner, Kim Keel, and Marisa Corcoran. Today, we're in for a special treat as someone who's had a very successful copywriting agency who you will not find on social media anywhere. No, it's not Rice Schwartz. I do hope to get him on the show one day. So if you have any connections, let me know. Uh, today, we have my friend, Michelle Hunter. Full disclosure, She is one of my Zoomy wine night friends that occasionally we meet for wine and complain about our lives (laughs) and celebrate our business wins. But she's amazing. She is a copywriter, marketing strategist, and was the owner of an agency where she helped clients refine their messaging, did a lot of website copy and email copy. She also has this course that we've been talking about called Virtual Writer, which we'll talk about more in this show, but you've heard me talking about it because it is such a phenomenal course that gives you the writing experience. Now, here's the thing I really want you to pick up. Every single guest on this show has told you to practice writing. You've got to just implement it. You've got to take action. You've got to get in a good writing rhythm. You've got to read other people's words, other people's copy. It will make you better. My friend Brenna McGowan always says, read fiction books too. It will make you a better writer. But the key is you have to do it. And Michelle is singing the same song today, talking about practicing it. So here's the thing, you can listen to a episode, you can learn storytelling tips, you can learn how to use contractions, you can learn how to format emails so they get read and open. But when it comes to actually writing, you just have to sit down and do it. And even AI cannot spit it out like you can. AI still requires a human to QC, fix, and AI still sounds like a robot. I don't care if you're Ryan Reynolds and you ask it to insert a curse word and something funny, it's still gonna sound like a robot. So I know by now you're convinced that copywriting is a skill you need to have in order to market your own business, and it's something that is added to your value stack, to your unique selling proposition when you can come to the table and write. Now, Michelle Hunter comes inside the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistance School. She's been on the podcast before. We talk a lot about confidently talking about your price and your fee, and we just touch on that a little bit today. 
You know, you can read all the formulas, you can read all the books, and you can take all the courses, but if you don't sit down and write that first draft and then make an effort to do that first round of edits, that second round of edits, that's where the growth is. It's not just by reading a book. You don't just magically become the best writer. That's why I love Michelle's program that she's offering, because you get that feedback. You become a better writer when you get outside feedback. It's very vulnerable very vulnerable when you do that. I can remember writing journalism articles for a newspaper and it coming back bleeding red and really trying not to cry, not to take it personal. Sometimes it was somebody in our office who didn't know AP style and I don't need to go there right now, but it is subjective. And so that can also like open you up to like a thousand different ways to write an email, to write a sales page. So it's nice to have someone on the outside giving you that feedback. And that's what Michelle is offering you. And I encourage you, she's not the only other course. If you're thinking about diving into copywriting, this is an excellent lucrative service to offer. If you can be the person who can write show notes, emails, blogs confidently, like Michelle's talking about today, you can command those higher rates. Okay, so the first thing you need to know is Michelle's offering a live copy clinic. It's called Copy That Converts Thursday, March 30th from 12 to 1. It's only $47. The link to sign up is here in this podcast. Like she talks about, this is good for everybody. I don't care if you want to offer copywriting services, you need to know how to write about yourself and get a sale, get the click, get the book a call. Today, Michelle is going to talk about not using your little girl voice when you're talking about your prices. She's going to talk about the minimum rate to charge as a copywriter. She's going to talk about why this isn't actually a skill gap when it comes to writing and what you really need to focus on to be a better copywriter or writing assistant. And she's going to talk about the two big keys to writing well and writing copy that converts. She's also going to talk about this whole fake it till you make it BS and what you need to do instead. Hey, Michelle, welcome to the show. Tell everyone a little bit about you and how you got started. Hey, I am Michelle. I live in Michigan. I have a family, work from home. I got started as a copywriter when I needed to transition away from corporate. And I had done marketing strategy and logistics for a big, like a Fortune 500 company. And all of a sudden found myself needing a place to land. So 12 years ago already, I started a copywriting business and I scaled it until eventually about two years ago, I had nine employees and lots of clients and was making some serious money. I was offered a corporate gig again and took it. I am really passionate, especially about women, although men too find themselves in this situation. Needing to start a business, needing to take care of yourself, smart, smart people who don't know how to present themselves with confidence, don't know how to take a skill that they have and market it, don't know how to talk about themselves in a way that attracts clients to them. That's what copywriting is all about, honestly. It's about helping entrepreneurs talk about themselves, their business, what's different about it, the solutions that they deliver in a way that draws people who have those problems to their business so they can solve them. It's not about blowing your own horn. It's about making your value clear and understood and then standing in that value so that people want to pay you top dollar to do what you're really good at. What I found is that I came out of corporate with a lot of confidence in my own ability because I'd held a corporate job, but that didn't translate to the way that I promoted myself online. And it took me a little time to adjust and adapt. However, as I used my copywriting skills and experience, I hit upon methodology that worked. And I figured out how to create copy that doesn't just sound good, isn't just conversational, although those two things are important. Copy that actually converts, meaning it takes the reader and makes them want to take action in some way, makes them want to read the next post, buy the thing, subscribe to the list, schedule an appointment, whatever it is. There's a methodology to doing that, but there's also a way to make that practical. And I found that and I want to give it to other people, especially people who are smart, who are hardworking, who just need help being confident and knowing what they can do to 
build a successful business. And so that's the people in your community. They're smart. If you're listening to this right now, you are one smart cookie. You are here learning how to make the technology work, learning how to manage yourself, learning how to build a business, learning how to manage clients. You're getting ready or you are already out in the world trying to draw those clients. And what you really need is to understand how to present yourself confidently and how to talk about what you do in a way that will attract people to you. Copy that converts. And when you learn how to do that, you can do it for other people. And here's the thing. Everybody needs that. If you're working with Emily, you're finding out and learning how to put forward VA services, technology services, digital assistant services, along with that goes copywriting. And not just any copywriting, copy that converts because the the business owner needs the list growth, the readership, the sales, the conversions, the people in their course when it launches, all of that. They need the action that the copy creates. They don't just need the copy. That's what I'm passionate about. That's what I'm here to talk about. And I'm really excited because on March 30th, we're having a copy clinic where I can teach you how to write copy that converts. Of course, that's only going to help you so far if you can't market yourself with confidence. And that's what we're talking about today. I'm so glad you brought this up because I do these freelancer consultations. Sometimes it's a bonus with my students in the Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School. And what I find myself doing the most, which should not surprise you, is looking at their website, looking at their social media and helping them rewrite it because they write like very lame headlines that are not specific, that are not compelling. And this kind of brings up this topic of like content versus copy that actually converts. Like I know sometimes we write that like shitty first draft and we slap it up there, but then we've got to think about that next step and that conversion. And so you for years had this very successful copywriting agency and now you're in corporate, like you've got the corporate gig, although you might disagree with me, but like you built a very lucrative business off of this and doing this for your clients, but you bring up such a good point because we need it for our own business. And I, I see that firsthand with my freelancers and marketers suffering the most by not mastering copy for themselves. But then can you talk a little bit about the services you did in your agency? Because I just want people to realize this is where the good money is. Yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. Thank you for bringing that up as well. My agency provided copy, of course, website copy, marketing copy, guest post articles, that kind of thing. But more importantly, what we provided was content strategy. Meaning, how do you map out an email campaign that's going to get people to the place where they will take action? What does an entire copy or content ecosystem look like for a small business? And my bill rate when I gave up my business was around $300 an hour. Nice. And I have been paid over $10,000 to write a website, just to write the website, not design the website do the content strategy and write a website. I had a six figure copywriting agency and I did it from home. Although at one point I had an office, I did it with a virtual team. I had a lifestyle that allowed me to be present with my family, to dress like I'm dressing today, (laughs) to meet with clients virtually and to really be a highly regarded expert not a worker bee for them, an expert, a consultant who had top bill rate. I did not work with everybody. I turned down clients, constantly turned down clients. And one of the things I learned pretty early on is that when you're confident, you can turn that discovery call or that initial call from an interview where they're interviewing you to an interview where you're interviewing them. Because your business actually is not about you at all. If you have to start talking about you and what makes you good at what you do, you've lost power. What you need to be able to do in that call is a talk about them. What do they need? What is their problem? How does it feel for them to not have the services that you provide? What is it costing them to do it themselves? And that's when you can step in and be the solution. If they're thinking about their problems, it's much easier to sell them on your solution then if they're thinking about you trying to decide if you're worthy or if you stand out in the crowd. So 
one of my, I guess you call it a signature line. I don't know. My husband laughs at me because he had heard me. I would, it didn't matter who the client was. If they said, you know, wow, I feel like you're too expensive. I would say something like, then you probably can't afford me. So is that how you would respond to a client? I'm just asking like your listeners, or would you immediately think, oh, uh, uh, well, what were you hoping to pay? Um, well, I could probably come down. That's when you are not standing confidently. You want it more than they want it. You can't want it more than they want it. Once I realized that, my business just took off. And that's when I could charge a phenomenal amount, actually, for what I do really well. And the thing is that when I said $300 an hour, you might think, it takes me two hours to write a blog post or three hours to write a blog post. Who's going to pay $1,000 for a blog post? Somebody who's going to make $10,000 off of the leads that that blog post generates. That's who. And when you can think that way and you can sell yourself that way, that's when this becomes really worth doing. Okay. I'm glad you brought up that you turn clients down. You've come into our Unicorn Digital Marketing Assistant School and taught confidence when it comes to talking about your pricing. And I just think that's such a like a fun story and power play. But really what all this confidence comes down to is that you have the competency and the confidence in your ability to write copy. And we don't just go from zero to 100. There's this stage where We've got to invest in skills. We've got to learn the ropes. We've got to get to that point where we're like, yeah, I am a hundred percent confident. I feel like I need another word than confident. I'm going to get tired of saying that, but like my ability to do the work and the fact that this is not an oversaturated market and they need me more than I need them. That's when like this whole thing shifts and you get into this value-based pricing. So talk Absolutely. about how we gain confidence in Absolutely. copywriting. Absolutely. So one of the places lots of people start, and I know you've had other podcast guests recently talking about different copy methods, different theories, et cetera. And those are good. I'm not trashing anybody. We all have a certain methodology, but it comes right down to the fact that until you do it, until you practice, until you take action, until you find your own voice, it's just a formula and it reads formulaically. It doesn't necessarily convert. It's hard to write. You're not in a groove. You're not going to be confident. You have to do it. You have to do it. So if you think about like the first time you ever made lasagna, and maybe some of you have never cooked lasagna. So just think of some other complicated dish. The first time you ever made lasagna, you're like, oh, okay. You have to think about every little step. You have to kind of put it together. You're not sure what all the spices are. You have to kind of look at the recipe a hundred times. It's not enjoyable. When my grandmother makes lasagna, she doesn't even use the recipe. It's all in her head. It's like watching a dance that someone's memorized. She knows exactly what she's doing and how to do it. Copywriting confidence comes from being able to write like a dance. When you are following a formula and you're step-by-stepping it and you have a checklist, it's hard. So how do you get from the checklist to competence where you can throw it away and just write? You practice. And that's, I think, Emily, you've been talking about a course that we're doing together, but that course is based on practice so that you don't just learn it, you actually do it. Because when you can do it, when you can write your own copy, you can write copy for somebody else. When it feels easy, when it feels like something you know how to do, you've done it before, you can confidently write copy that converts because you understand the conversation. You're having a conversation in your head and you understand it and you can get it on paper or, well, no one writes on paper. You can get it on screen. (laughs) So we have gotten this advice to use all these formulas, but what is this like basic recipe of copywriting that we need to know so we can start making this a natural, natural dance that we just do automatically? What is this? Marketing at its base is just a conversation. It's a conversation like any conversation you have every day with people in your life. It feels weird to you because you don't see the other person. But when they're reading your copy, they're having the conversation in their head with you. That conversation can be as simple as this. You point out the problem. You talk about what the problem is about and and the impact of it. And then you start discussing different solutions. 
Then you propose your solution and you invite them to take it. It's like inviting somebody to a party. So here's my example. What are you doing Friday night, Emily? Are you doing anything? Do you have plans? Uh, taking the girls to basketball. Oh, see, that's no fun. If you take them to basketball, you're going to be bored. I mean, you're going to watch their game, but we've all sat there, right? You're looking at your phone. You're hoping they don't see you looking at your phone. And then they do like they dribble down the court and you're like, yeah, I saw that. Except I didn't because I was looking at my phone. Like we've all done that, right? So that's no fun. You need something to do that's a lot more fun on Friday night. So what you need to do is send your husband to the basketball game and you, you need to find something fun to do. Now, what would be fun? You could meet me at a wine bar. You could hang out with some friends. You could go shopping. You could see a movie. Eh, that's all sort of ho-hum. You know what? See, you know what? What would really be cool is if we had like a girl's weekend. A girl's weekend would be so much fun. If you think you could get away for a girl's weekend, I'd love you to get together. Let's get something together. What do you say? I just followed a marketing conversation. Emily, you have a problem. Your problem is your Friday night is boring. You need to do something else. Agreed. <laughs> now, Emily was perfectly satisfied with her Friday night, probably, until I started talking to her. So that's called creating a desire, creating a question in their mind, a need, creating a desire, opening up a window for marketing. Now, all these formulas have different words for it. But what you're really doing is just saying, ah, you're going to settle for a boring Friday? I don't think so. So there's some other things you could do. And this is where you talk about the solution different options for solution. You could go to a wine bar, you could go to a movie, that's sort of boring, you do that all the time. This is similar to saying you could take a different course, you could write it, read a different book, you could go to McDonald's for your anniversary. Like what are the different <laughs> options, right? Yeah. And they've done that. So like, what are the different options? <laughs> then you say, you know what would be really great? Now you're giving enthusiasm. It would be really great to go on a girl's weekend. It would be really great to buy my thing. It would be really great. So this is like the value proposition or the, the selling the actual thing. And then the last bit was, should we do that? Like, let's do that. Come on, Emily, let's do that. That's a call to action. That's the marketing conversation. Problem, impact of problem, options. My option, come sell it. And we get two in our head. We start with just, this is my thing. This is my thing. This is my water cup. Isn't it amazing? Don't you want to buy it? Well, no, you have a water cup. Yeah. I have, to warm, I have to warm you up by talking about how mine is cool, how yours is lame. I have to hide yours so you can't find it. And now you need one. You know, I have to create a desire. Then I can talk about all the different water cups out there. Then I can talk about my thing. But you're never going to buy it unless I say, do you want to buy it? I'm selling it. That's the call. Oh, that's like all the cold DMs I get right now. Yeah. By the way, what is on your water bottle right now? What does it say? <laughs> it says good vibes only. Nice. And it was cheap, which is why I have it. So, <laughs> but my point about the marketing conversation is all of these copywriting formulas feel like a textbook, but you sell people on stuff all the time. Every time you get your five-year-old to clean their room, you sold them on something. You sold them on avoiding the punishment that you're going to lay down or getting the reward that you're going to lay down or going to the park when they're done or whatever you sold them on so that they will take action and clean their room. You sell your spouse on what you're going to have for dinner or what show you want to watch. You sell yourself on that decision that you're on the fence on and you probably shouldn't do it, but you talk yourself into it. That's copywriting. It's just verbal in your head or mental. When you put that on the screen, you're following a copywriting methodology that converts. And the reason it converts is because it's how we naturally engage with people. We convince people to do what we want. We all know how to do that. You know how to do it. I know you do. Yeah. We're all engaged with other people. Well, there might be a doormat here or there, but honestly... <laughs> As a recovering doormat, you can't live there very long, right? Yeah. You, you get used to convincing people to take action in life. All copywriting is, is doing that with words that they read. That's oh my all. gosh. This is so good. And this is what you're covering in your copy clinic, copy that converts. We're going to go into this in depth, March yeah. 30th, right? Who is a good fit for that workshop? 
you are a great fit for that workshop. If you have interest in selling copywriting services to your clients, building a copywriting business, increasing your bill rate as a digital marketing assistant because you can write copy, you know, you can just about double your bill rate if you can write copy. Mm -hmm. You can win a job that's highly competitive because you can write copy. So even if you have no interest in being a copywriter, learning to write copy that converts will make you much more successful as a digital marketing assistant or digital marketing provider, whatever you choose to call yourself. The other group of people that need to be in this clinic are those of us who have absolutely no interest in writing for anybody else, but you have to write for yourself. You can be the absolute very best OBM in the whole wide world, but if you can't talk about it in a way that converts, you will struggle to get clients. You will only rely on word of mouth referrals and your best clients are not going to refer you to someone else because they want you to only work for them quite often. Yes. So you're limiting your own success because you can't talk about yourself. Who shouldn't be in this clinic? People who just want to pick it apart and not take action on it because yeah. you have to be able to actually do it, try it, make mistakes, do the work, and then you will learn. If you're just going to listen and then rotate your laundry and go make lunch for the kids and not take any action, then you won't get any value out of it. Yeah. This is not a watch and by osmosis, you immediately become a better copywriter or marketer. So, okay. You've been inside my school, like I've talked about, and you've taken this written conversation that we do and you have applied it to discovery calls. So that's why it's yes. so important. And I want to really stress this with anyone listening. Like you have to be able to sell yourself on a call, but this whole other thing that you and I have seen in this world is sometimes we're the manager, we're the tech specialist, we're the launch manager, the OBM. And then we see copy that maybe another copywriter has delivered, maybe the client has written and it sucks. And we need to be able to say, this needs to be better. Like, especially yes. if our clients are putting all of their eggs in this basket, they need the launch to be successful. You need it to be successful. And I'm yes. not saying you have to go out and rewrite it, but being able to spot when things are not the best, take that action, maybe like use that to upsell and do better or just like get the client in the know and like manage those expectations. I think it's so crucial to be able to distinguish between good copy and copy yes. that's like a waste of freaking money, time and energy. Yes, that's a really good point. And that's another reason to take the copy clinic that I haven't thought about, which is <laughs> that if, so thank you. Yeah. Which is that if you're the gatekeeper yes. for an entrepreneur and the entrepreneur doesn't know, the business owner doesn't know good copy from bad and neither do you, they could get taken to the cleaners. Like they're going to spend um, a whole lot more money than they need to for something that's junk that isn't going to get them results. If you can see that, think of the value you would add to them by saying, this is not good. No, don't pay for this. We need to do something else. Even if you're not going to be the one that fixes it. Because not everybody's dream job is writing copy. No. Just call that out. Some people get a little sweaty. So I think my goal is to help you feel comfortable with it when you have to write a little copy because you need to be able to write for yourself. But that's a wonderful extra point that when you can recognize it, even if you have no interest in doing it, that's valuable. You know what's good. You know what's not. You know how to design a launch so that even if you don't write the copy so that you understand what you should be talking about when in yeah. order to draw people in, that's all still the marketing conversation. And you touched on something else, and I want to go back to this. You were saying that you can double your rates as a copywriter, a writing assistant, if that's a better title for you right now. But I have seen this on all of the teams I've worked on. I feel like there's the can-dos and then the will-nots. And there's so many people who are like, I don't write, I don't write. And they're just limiting themselves. I know there's like probably a whole nother topic we can talk about is that like mindset or like belief that you can become a good writer, which I believe everyone out there can. But I see this as a business owner myself. Like I know when I have a teammate who can't write, like those people aren't on my team anymore because I need somebody who can 
make a Facebook post really quick and not be my social media manager, but I need to trust that they'll do a good job. Uh, show notes, the social captions, the thank you pages, communicating with clients and potential customers in my inbox. Like this writing skill is in demand and it's nothing that AI will ever replace. No, no, because AI sounds like a robot. (laughs) It just does. It sounds like a robot. And what happens, there's two keys to writing and one is basic grammar. And we get stuck in our heads about basic grammar. Like what if I just, I'm not sure, like, does that take a comma? Like, I'm just not comfortable. Nobody else knows either. So you can just fake it till you make it. If you can spell or use spell check, you're probably okay in terms of grammar. The other side is getting your point across. And for some reason, when we start to write, we add all the words. But when you talk to a real person, you don't say, yesterday, I was standing in the living room looking out the window and I noticed that it was cold. Therefore, I decided I might ought to put a coat on and potentially some mittens before I go outside where there was a six foot snowdrift. But for some reason, that's a sentence we would put in an email. (laughs) Instead of saying it was cold, so I grabbed my gloves, which is what you would say in person. (laughs) (laughs) But we, we get so all up in our head that we start adding in words and getting all uncomfortable and sweaty. That has nothing to do with copywriting necessarily, but if you have to respond to a customer email on behalf of your client and you're responding to a customer email and you're adding 75,000 words because you're not a comfortable writer, you're not a value to their team. You have to learn how to communicate clearly, concisely, and conversationally in an email. And you'll learn that in the copy clinic as well, because it's like a building block that's a starting spot. And then we layer in how the copy can convert. I have another thought on this too, as a business owner, like I want efficiency. It should not take four hours to write some podcast show notes that I've already bulletized for you that we already have a transcription for. Like I'm depending on you to be fast, decisive and competent. And am I expecting like the, I don't know, award-winning like show notes. No, you know, like I'm like very practical here too, but I just need to like paint this picture because I think some people get really sweaty and nervous about it. Hey, I'm going to stop right there and interrupt you. If you are listening to this podcast and you are thinking, yes, I want clients that will value me. I want to be involved in writing projects and marketing projects. If you are a marketing freelancer or marketing assistant, I'd love to have you in the work group. Our enrollment window is open right now for a short time. So get your applications in. This is a community where we have job leads, networking, advanced trainings, and the community and the support and referrals you need to hit your business goals. We'd love to have you. Use the link in the show notes to apply or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash workgroup. All right, back to the show. What is it about writing where people get stuck? Do you know? Well, what I have seen is that we all have like that ninth grade English teacher in our head with the red pencil. And so because the copy is right in front of you, you're typing it, you're judging it, you go into like judging mode. I don't know. Is that the best word? I'm not sure. Is that really what I mean? Oh, I feel stupid. Like you're putting yourself out there and you take it, we all take it kind of personally. Like I'm putting myself out there and I'm judging myself. It's like in the morning when you look in the mirror and you haven't put any makeup on and you're like, I think I have a new wrinkle right here. Oh my God. Like, and it slows you down. You're like writing, you're really in your head. The thing is you wouldn't worry so much about what people think of you if you realized how often they don't think of you at all. They're reading that email for what the email is saying. They're not judging who wrote it, unless you have a glaring spelling error, then a little judgment is fair, but they're not picking on your word choice. Spelling is a pet peeve of mine, (laughs) but they're not picking on your word choice. They don't, they're not thinking about you at all. They're just thinking about the email and the email is not personal. It's not a love letter proposing marriage to someone. (laughs) It's not you writing to the president of the United States, hoping you get a national medal of honor. It's an email that says, thank you for subscribing to our course or it's show notes. So we get all up in our head because we're putting ourselves out there. Like this is a big deal. It's not a big deal. 
It's not a big deal at all. Yeah, you have to get Just over yourself. Get over yourself, write it. One of the things I love is that you have this virtual writer course that walks marketing assistants, virtual assistants, like wannabe copywriters through this process. And what I love is that it, you actually, it's a writing experience. You give them assignments, homework, deadline. You do exactly what you're preaching today. Like give them the practice. Because yes. I see this, I see this with students coming out of my course. Like I want to know this, but I need to do it. And I'm always like, well then do it, do it for yourself. And this is actually that catalyst to be in an environment to do it and get feedback because I think that's the scary thing because sometimes we're looking at these like 100K sales page writers and like, I'm not at that level, you know? And so we are judging ourselves. So tell us a little bit about your course because I have a lot of people asking about it. Sure. I'm really so glad that you called it experiential because that's exactly what it is. And you do get live feedback. And let me tell you, it's a little bit scary but you will have a writing assignment every week. And the next week on the call, the first thing we do is give live feedback. So you get to volunteer with your homework done for me to slap it on the screen and go through and give you feedback, direct feedback. I will tell you what you did well. I will tell you what you did poorly. I will edit it for you. I will show you what works better. And you, not only will your copy, if you're brave enough, get polished, everyone else will see what I did to polish it and I'll learn from it. Most importantly though, you will get over yourself because you have to have your writing on screen. You have to have tried it. You get feedback, other people see it. You get embarrassed if you have to be embarrassed or whatever and you learn how to take feedback, but it's in the safe place of this course. Like you're all in it together. I just want you to succeed. I'm, I'm not judging you. I'm judging your copy to tell you what's good about it and what's not but I'm not judging you and we'll all learn together and we'll all improve together and we'll celebrate each other's wins, but you will do it. It's like going on a trust hike in the mountains or something. <laughs> and you're like, I did it. I did it. I know how to do it. I could do it again. That's what the course is about. When you said I can do it again, I think that's the piece we're missing, especially from this whole copywriting series is that, that confidence to proclaim yourself a copywriter, the proof is in the pudding and that you can repeat the process and you can depend on yourself to repeat Absolutely. the process. Absolutely. There are a lot of people who will tell you to fake confidence until you feel it. And I'm one of those people. I will tell you that too, but it's such a wonderful place when somebody says, can you improve on this email? And you know, you can, and you say, yes, of course I can because you've done it before, you know what makes a good email, you're able to get in there and improve on someone else's writing. Not because you're all that and a bag of chips, not because you're necessarily the best writer in the world, but because you've done it before. Yeah. And you know how to do it. You just have the confidence of knowing that it's not your first time. And knowing that you have the experience to figure it out. Everything is figure outable, but we have to have tried it and figured out a few things first before we believe in our own ability to solve new problems. So what I love about the virtual writer is that number one, it's a safe community. It's a community where we're all learning together and we're giving each other affirmation and we're celebrating wins and we're sharing struggles. And it feels like you're not going it alone. Number two, you're actually applying what you learn every week. And there are implementation weeks in the course to allow you to catch up because life, life happens, right? Because I want you to do every step. I want you to learn by doing that's how you're going to learn. And you get the feedback to be able to make adjustments on the fly try something, no, it didn't work for you, try something else. By the time you get out of the virtual writer, you will be a copywriter because you will have written copy and you'll know it's good. I love that. So we've had this series of copywriters on this program. There are lots of copywriting courses people can take. There's books. I've listed a ton of copywriting books, but you don't actually learn until you do. And what I see happening with all of these programs is they get all scaled up and the humans get removed, the feedback gets removed. And that's where we do the most growth when we open ourselves up to that constructive criticism, when we're vulnerable. 
and you get feedback. I have a friend who wants to move one of her type of writing programs to Evergreen. And I just, I'm telling her, I'm like, stop, don't do that. That's a big mistake because that live feedback component is where the most growth happens. So I'm so glad you're offering the virtual writer again. The backstory is Michelle offered it last year. We had a bunch of UDMA and, you know, some of my work group members go through it. It's a very small cohort of people. Yeah. Two, was that two years ago? Oh my gosh. I have no concept of time. And everyone's been begging me, when's it coming back? Because here's the thing, Michelle is not on social. She's in the corporate life now. She's doing copy for her corporate and content as well and leading teams over there. Like you can't find Michelle on social. You're not going to find another program like this. We've already sold a couple spots. I'm not even going to say the number because I feel like it's going to change by the time we release this podcast. Like it's selling out quick. And that's because it's filling such a good need. And I've seen it firsthand. Like I come from journalism. Like I'm pretty damn good at writing press releases and print articles and feature stories. Like I've always been a writer, but I struggle to call myself a copywriter. And I had this moment, I don't know if I told you about it, where I was in a room with Todd Brown, like head funnel copywriter guy. And he straight up asked me, are you a copywriter? And I freaking crumbled. I was so embarrassed to tell you this, but I crumbled. And I think part of it was because I knew there's no amount of argument I could do with him. And that wasn't, it was kind of a rhetorical question, but Mm -hmm. I hate the fact how I I'm always like five minutes too late. Just know that about me. I'm like a slow processor sometimes. And so in my head, I like replay that scene and where I say, yes, damn it. I am. And I just don't want any single person listening to this podcast to be in that situation where the client's like questioning their copy, where they're like crumbling and wondering or like afraid to say yes to a project because they don't have the copywriting skills. And that's what Michelle is giving. This is why I'm passionate. I've lived it. I've lived it. (laughs) The reason that I keep the course small, the reason that I haven't offered it in two years is partly because of the corporate job and some other situations, but it's mostly because of this. I keep it small because I am not interested in volume of people through my course who can't write. I'm interested in a handful of people who are empowered to write well. And that means I can only mentor a certain number of people. This is not a course like every other course where you read the stuff, you do the work, you get the you know certificate at the end, yada, yada, check that box. This is like a mentorship program. I am going to give you feedback. You're going to have access to me. It is correct. I am not on social, but if you've gone through one of my courses And we have built a rapport because it was a mentorship relationship. And then you get out and you're meeting with a few clients and you encounter a situation. You can email me and I will respond to you. You become part of my little circle of people who have worked with me, who I support as a mentor. That's what I see. And so that's why I don't offer this a lot. That's why I don't offer it for 155 people evergreen. And let's just churn through the numbers and do a big high bonus launch. I don't do that because that's not how, I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in giving you knowledge. I'm interested in giving you skill. And that's going to happen almost like an apprenticeship or a mentorship. And that's what this is. So can I guarantee you that you will come out on the other side and you will be a gifted and experienced copywriter? No, I can't guarantee that because if you don't do your part, nothing's good is going to happen. But I can tell you, That if you show up and you do the work and you're honest and vulnerable and you let me give you good feedback, you're brave and you let me give you good feedback, you will come out at the end able to bill significantly for copywriting services. You will come out at the end with confidence. You will come out at the end being able to write your own copy and get clients and start turning them away because you have too many coming to you. You'll be able to do those things because you did the work. Now, I just said I can guarantee that. That doesn't mean that is a guarantee because you have to put your part into it. But my promise to you is that I care about your success as much as you do. And if you will work with me, I will work for you. And at the end of that eight weeks, you will be able to be confident in your writing. I've seen some of your students go on to do amazing things. I see someone as a retainer copywriter for a seven-figure business owner. 
One of your former students is doing case studies and testimonials and has niched. Another one is doing uh, more PR writing, which is really fascinating. And another one is truly in her essence of being a unicorn and offering 2K VIP days where she does copy and tech. And this is the power of copywriting. So, okay, just straight up, what should somebody who writes start their hourly rate at? Like, what should we start if we have copywriting skills? What would you advise? 50 bucks an hour minimum. Minimum. Mm -hmm. This is how you differentiate yourself from the sea of virtual assistants without specific job titles who are doing admin work. This is how you stand out as a marketer. If you're offering marketing services, copy is always part of that. And I'm just so excited that I convinced you to bring this course back. (laughs) It took a little arm twisting. Not because I'm not passionate about it, but because have a lot of my life right now and I don't do anything if I can't do it well. So I had to be convinced that I can do it well. Yeah. But I will tell you minimum $50 an hour. And when you get, basically you should be scaling your rates with every new client, just about like you get two clients at 50 bucks an hour, and then you go up to 75 and then you get two at 75 and you go up to 85. And then you go up to 95. You should be quoting as much as you can quote without sweating and shaking in your shoes and using your little girl voice. Little girl voice being, uh, well, my bill rate is $110 an hour. Is that okay? That's a little girl voice. But if you can stand there and go $110 an hour and then shut up, that's your bill rate. And you can command it. People will pay it. If you lead with 35 an hour, you will not get hired. You'll get hired faster at 50 an hour than you will at 35 an hour because at 35 an hour, you're telling them that you don't know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't always talk money because sometimes it makes me feel uncomfortable because it's such like a different situation for everyone based on skills, based on clients, based on number of hours. So I always, I'm never that person who's like, I'm a VA coach and I make 10K a month. Like I don't really do that. But I did just book a copywriting job. I'm auditing a sales page and I'm like beefing up some emails for a quiz series for $4,000. Yeah. I just want to put that out there, guys. That's possible. I have a copywriter on my team in my corporate role who is on retainer for eight grand a month or soon will be. We're negotiating a retainer. And it's not 40 hours a week, dudes. that. So I think when it comes to money and I don't usually, I throw out dollar amounts to give you like reference points. I'm not telling you what you should bill because number one, that's illegal. And number two, I don't know your situation. I don't know your situation. I don't know where you live. I don't know your client situation, but I will tell you this. When someone says they can't afford you, it's not about price. It's about them not being sure that you can deliver value for the money you just quoted them. It doesn't mean that they see through you and know that you're billing too much for how good you are, although that's how we always take it. It means you didn't sell yourself well enough because you, if you can present your own copy and sell yourself on that call well enough, you can charge anything for anything just about. So it's not a skill gap as much as it is a marketing and confidence gap. And, you know, heads up, within the virtual writer, we stand a lot talking about confidence. You will learn how to write copy and you will also grow confidence because you have to, to sell yourself. And I won't let you leave my little mentorship group until you can sell yourself. That sounded a little bit sleazy, which is not how I meant it. I don't think it did. to market your services. Yeah. And I mean, we know that's where we all struggle, especially when we're the, it's not that we're introverts, but we're the entrepreneurs. We want to be by the scenes. It's like slightly uncomfortable, but it is part of like having a successful business. It's just like the facts. It's the facts. Okay. So the best place to connect with Michelle is going to be at that copy that converts clinic that's coming up March 30th. We'll put the link in the show notes. We also have the virtual writer. You can save your seat now. It's now open. You can save your seat before the clinic. That's what I suggest because it is going to sell out. If you are dedicated and want to learn these 
copywriting skills and you're willing to put in the work and not cry, right? <laughs> That's coming up. When does the course start? That's a great question. When does the course start? I think your pre-work week is April 3rd, where you do a lot that of reading right. mindset and then your course starts April 10th. Thank you so much. I knew it was before May. In my head, I like asked you that question. And I'm like, man, I just, my father-in-law asked questions like that. He asked questions, but he's like answering it. And it always pisses me off. He'll never hear this podcast. He doesn't care. So it starts April 10th and it runs through June. And like you said, there's implementation weeks, which my students are always a fan of. We always need time to catch up and do a good job with our work because we care. We do care about the quality and we want to yeah. put our best effort in. Everyone listening, make sure you're on my email list. We're sending out invites to the copy that converts. We're sending out invites to the virtual writers. You can read more about that. So if you're on my list, you won't miss out ever. Michelle is not available online. She's just unavailable. That's just how it is. So, <laughs> so, so the truth is you can't connect with me on social media and that's really intentional. I had grown a very successful agency and I'm not running that agency anymore. And so I am not available online. I'm not marketing myself online. If you want to work with me, this is the way that you do it. This is a pretty limited engagement. And so get on Emily's list, make sure that you, that way we'll get all the invites. I don't do podcasts like this for anyone else. I don't engage with anyone else's community, but Emily's, if what I'm saying resonates with you, then you have an opportunity and I'm not sure when it'll come around again to work with me and get what I'm offering, which is confidence and the ability to write good copy. Thank you for being here. It's always a joy to have you in our school and in my communities. You have really, like a lot of people have fallen in love with you, with your directness. I don't know. What does Tosh call it? Yeah. She says, I'm your people. I'm just a regular person. Yeah. And I just tell it like it is. Tell I it like it is. Sugarcoat it. I tell it like it is. This is just how I show up. Like, there's no need to pretend that you're someone you're not. This is who I am. And, you know, honestly, confidence also comes from just being yourself. Mm -hmm. You have a need to try and be Marie Forleo or try to be Emily Reagan or try to be me or heaven help you or try to be anyone else. You're not genuine and people can tell when you're genuine and when you're not. And so I just show up how I show up, you know, flannel shirt, hair in a ponytail. This is how it racks. And what's nice about that is I will tell you the truth. Yeah. I will tell you the truth about your copy. I will tell you your strengths. I will tell you what you need to work on. And other teachers in the online space are reluctant to give you that level of critique. But honestly, that's what you need to be able to get better. And that's what I promise. That's what I do. Can't help it. That's who I am. So here's the marketing conversation for the virtual writer and for the coffee clinic. You ready? Yes, let's hear it. You have a problem. The problem is you cannot talk confidently about yourself and your services and the services you provide. You're struggling to stand out against and compete against other people who do similar things in the market. And so there's nothing to make you sound special to the customers that you most want to attract. You end up competing on bill rate, which means for you to get the customer or the client, you have to charge less than somebody else. And that's how you compete. That's how you win business, right? Well, that's a painful place to be. You're always undercutting yourself. You're never confident in your client pool. You're looking for the next client. You're taking work you don't like. That's the problem. So what's the solution? Well, you could close your business, but I imagine you're doing your business for a reason, right? So whatever that reason is, closing your business is probably a non-starter. You can just not come down in price and win fewer deals and have a lot of anxiety. You can continue to pretend that you can write copy and then sweat and work for six hours to fix somebody's show notes and then only bill for two because you know it ought to take you to, and that's a painful place to be. Or you can learn how to write good copy, learn the basics of copy, try it, build some confidence, learn to sell yourself with confidence, learn to compete on your skills and not on price. You can start raising your bill rate. You can start winning the best customers and saying no to the sleazy ones or the ones that you don't want to work with or the ones who don't value you. 
that sounds like a much better solution to your problem. And the only way or the best way for you to get it is for you to come to the copy clinic, March 30th, and learn the basics of copy that converts and you can practice it yourself at home. But you won't get the feedback that you'll get in the virtual writer. You won't get, it's a good start though. And I recommend you all come to that if you have that problem that I just talked about. But in order to really get the solution I talked about, in order to really raise your bill rates, in order to pick and choose your clients, customers, in order to be confident, you need the virtual writer. And your opportunity to join the virtual writer is now. At the virtual writer, you will learn how to get that better state. The confidence as a copywriter, the high bill rates, turning away customers, saying no to work you don't want, managing your time, being able to be present for your family because you know that you don't have to fight for the next customer in order to pay the mortgage. That's what you will achieve if you come through the virtual writer and do the work. If you're present and if you allow me to mentor you, your life in terms of business, your business life can be radically different in six to eight months. Why wouldn't you come? You can hold a seat for yourself now. They're filling up fast. Pre-register. That, my friends, is the marketing conversation. Problem? Options for solution, solution that you really want, how to get it, and an invitation. All copies on that framework. I will teach you how to do it. Come join me at the virtual writer. We don't have a lot of seats left. Brilliant. Thank you for being here, Michelle. It's always such a pleasure. We'll see you <laughs> at the copy clinic on March 30th. Okay. Thank How can you not love Michelle? Now here's the deal. Our seats are selling fast. There was only 20 seats for this writing experience. If you want Michelle's feedback, go ahead and join the virtual writer. I'll put the link in the show notes. But this is not for somebody who is going to cry when you get feedback. You have to come in here with an eagerness and a hunger to become a better writer and be willing to open yourself up. You also have to be willing to do the homework assignments. If this is not you, please do not sign up. This is for somebody who wants to become a confident copywriter, writing assistant, whatever we want to call it. Digital marketing assistant is what I call it, right? So sign up. You can also get in this copy clinic. We'll be going over this marketing conversation and diving deep into this copywriting formula. That's $47. Again, live March 30th on Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern. This is an opportunity for you to learn the foundation of copywriting that you can apply to everything you do in your business and your client's business. And then if you want to move on and continue learning how and practicing how and getting real life feedback on blogs, emails, and sales letters, that's when you join us in the virtual writer. Hit me up as a DM if you have any questions. You can always reply to one of my emails, info at Emily Reagan PR, because you will not find Michelle on social. Now, this is wrapping up our copywriting series. We've had six amazing copywriters in a row, but there's more on this podcast. There are more. I encourage you to go check out episode number 118 with copywriter Brittany Herzberg. She's talking about client testimonials and SEO. Amisha Schremacher is on episode number 88. She's talking about how to beat out the competition as a copywriter and offering audit services. Really good episode. We also have the famous Liz Wilcox talking about email marketing on episode 57. Justin Blackman, the king of cloning brand voices, who just came out with a new book and a new AI writing tool to help you nail your client's voice, is on episode number 36. And one of my favorite copywriters and quiz funnel copywriters, Shanti Zach, is on episode 34, sharing her story, how she started writing off with foot podiatry clients, and now commands tens of thousands of dollars for writing quizzes for all the big wigs that you have heard of. All right, thank you so much for joining me on this show. If you found this valuable whatsoever, could you please tell a friend? Tell a friend to tell a friend because that helps me out the most. I always love your reviews. I always love when you tag me on Instagram. I love when you tell me what you're enjoying, what you want to hear more of. It means the world to me. I'll see you next week and we're going to be talking about affiliate marketing. So stay tuned. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, 
you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services. And you understand it and you can get it on paper or, well, no one writes on paper. You can get it on screen. Yeah. <laughs> on your keyboard, click. I don't know. I'm sort of all over, Emily. <laughs> Saturday morning. Like I said, who does the podcast Saturday morning? Goodness. I love that. I was, I was going to say something and I just blanked out. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I, I have like all these things. I'm like, I could talk about this. I could talk about this. And then, ah, um, uh, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Emily. Or the best way for you to get it is for you to come to the copy clinic, March 30th, May 30th. What month are we in? May 30th. March, 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 March. March. I had it right the first time. See? <laughs> yes. You can you can come to the copy clinic in May, March. You can come to the copy clinic. Let's just this is so out. going in our bloopers. Yeah. <laughs>